Welcome to the Art and Life Podcast with your host, Taylor Gallegos. Art exists all around us, in all directions, from all walks of life. We just need to know how to see it. The Art and Life Podcast is an experiment in an audio format that focuses on the art and philosophy involved with different people and their life paths. This experiment is intended to inspire you in your creative pursuits, whatever they may be. Follow along as I interview movers and shakers from all walks of life. It's possible to make a life from your art, skill, craft, or vision. These interviews showcase that fact. Listen while you work. Listen while you create. Listen while you dream up the next big breakthrough. First off, I want to say thank you for listening. The people being interviewed and I are two parts of the podcast, but it wouldn't be complete without you, the listener. I very much appreciate your attention and your energy, and I hope you get as much out of this as I do. If you enjoy what you hear, you can join me on this artistic journey in many ways. You can subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it around. You can join the conversation on the Art and Life Facebook group, where we discuss topics from the shows. You can join my email list on my website at taylorgallegosart.com on the contact page. And while you're there, check out the new artwork I've been creating. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at taylorgallegosart. And finally, you can support my art and the Art and Life podcast on my Patreon page. Just search Taylor Gallegos Art. So again, a deep and sincere thank you for being here. Now, on to the good stuff. All right, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Taylor G here. I'm psyched. We are looking at season two right now, and I've got a really good guest for you today. This guy's he's a he's a bit of a rising star in a lot of worlds. He's already been a star in one world, and now he's becoming a star in another. And it's a pleasure to watch. I got to tell you, you got to check him out on all the places. Listen to his music. Listen to his different albums. He's got another album that'll be coming out in July. And we're going to check back in with him at that point and do another podcast. So I'm looking forward to that. And after you listen to this, hopefully you are too. Um, yeah. Let's just dive right in. Mr. Luke Mitrani. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos. And with me today is a very, very special guest. This person is very special to me in my life. Uh, he's he's a ridiculously talented human being with uh, a great amount of depth, and I'm I'm really honored to have him on the podcast. So, Luke Mitrani, thanks for being here. What up, y'all? Pleasure to be here with Taylor, and for all the people listening, big love to all of you. 
<laughs> exactly. Now, Luke, uh, why don't you start out by uh, telling us who you are, where you're from, how you got to here, and what it is you do with your life. What is here, man? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Luke, and I'm, I'll give you a quick brief about my story. I am born in New York City, and I moved to Vermont when I was about five years old. And I guess my story starts with snowboarding, where I became a professional snowboarder at the age of like 12, and basically started touring around the entire world with snowboarding. And it sort of led me to right here, where I am in California, but even more before that, um, kind of short story, or make my story shorter is that I fell, broke my neck in an accident in New Zealand, and that got me on the path of playing music. And now I'm playing music, and now I'm here. <laughs> and that's it. And uh, and what is here, Luke? Here is right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you've had you've had, I would say, one of the most unique life experiences that I know of, like, uh, you know, of my like direct connections. I mean, the fact that you, yeah, you were a snowboarder, you're a professional snowboarder at a young age. And that's what you did with your life. Like you didn't go to a traditional high school. You didn't do like a, like a standardized um, pathway. And, and so then, yeah, you were, I'm just going to tell your story a little bit more. You were a pro, you made you did really well in it. You excelled. Um, you you almost made the Olympics twice. You were training for the second Olympics, and that was when you had um, your accident. And you uh, you were of, you were high. You were flying high in the air, and uh, you went up out of a half pipe and and crashed big. Do you want to talk about that? Do you want to tell that story a little bit, or is it? Do you not even want to dive into it? No, I mean I think before even it's like. You know, backstory because a lot of people know Taylor and I, we we actually know each other through Taylor living at my house as a roommate, and we had no idea who you who we um who you were. Um and I think it's really cool too to just tell people the story between us of how we met. And Taylor was like, Oh, I'm like moving into this kid's house who's a professional snowboarder. And that was what, like almost 10 years ago now, which is obviously crazy. And that's kind of right when I had broke my neck. And just so, you know, tell the viewers that, that we have that like connection, which is pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, then so, yeah, with, with snowboarding, it's breaking my neck, you know, it's, it's all just been a big life lesson to me, I think, like everything that I've done and experienced in life. And like you said, just being able to be a snowboarder and the unique type of lifestyle that I lived, it almost felt so normal until after my injury kind of, because I kind of started to see outside of the small little bubble that I've lived in my entire life. And just being like, wow, how fortunate I am to, to live this absolutely crazy lifestyle that a lot of people just don't have the opportunity to live um but yeah man and same with yourself with art i think that's a really beautiful and powerful thing is to be an artist or musician or snowboarder and to really just whatever it is that you do and love try to be able to make and create that as your actual lifestyle you know and not have to like play the game in life and really do it 
whether or not you're like the world's best or if you're like kind of average or you're just getting into something, you know, that's like the path that you want to take in your life. So um, it's pretty cool to be aware of that and to just like go dive full force into that and just be like super appreciative of it. Yeah, totally. I mean, well, so, so I met my fiance Haley who lived with your friend, our friend, Kevin Pierce, and uh, she was his, his personal chef for a while. And then that was how I met you. You, I was living in this like little tiny granny flat and you were like, yeah, I'm buying a house over here in Fallbrook, California. I don't even know where this town is. And you're like, I'm looking for some roommates to, cause you were at that point, you were still um, snowboarding and you were like traveling around the world and you needed somebody to watch the house basically while you were, while you were gone. And so then me and Tony moved in with you and you, we, I mean, I knew you for like three months before you had your crash and man, it was crazy because like, you were like the, you were like this spider monkey ad in terms of agility. It was crazy. Like there was a pool in the backyard at, uh, at the Fallbrook house. And I remember you just like one time, for example, you were hanging out, we were all chilling and you, you just like looked at this jump that you could do off of this one ledge in off the railing into the pool. And you just looked at it, you sized it up and you're like, yeah, I think I can do that. Why don't you guys splash some water on this? And you were gonna like run and jump and barefoot slide on this railing, like the hand railing to get into the pool and then like make it in the pool. The gap was like 12 feet and you just, yeah, you just like, ran and did it and like no fear i was like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> this is insane <laughs> it's it so crazy um but yeah and then you had your crash and then it was like you had to completely restructure your life like it was it was like the end of your everything that you knew and so then and you had kind of been into meditation before that, I'm sure. I mean, you had been into meditation, but this was like, this was when you like dove all in. Yeah, well, dude, it's really cool too, because you've kind of been an outside perspective of my life in a way, you know, in such a fragile place of my life and kind of living amongst like what I was doing, you know, and I was just living in my own world. But yeah, that's kind of when I started just questioning everything in life, you know, just I've always been the type of person, you know, as a young age, like I remember like flashbacks and I was like six years old looking into the mirror for like 40 minutes and like, like, who is this person, you know, and I've always been like a deep thinker in that way. And I know you are, too. So like after I had gotten hurt, I got really into meditation and Buddhism and all forms of Eastern philosophy and studying all these books and really diving deep in meditation and music and and just like yeah it's a crazy trip and I feel like you were also doing the same thing you know it's like I think there's a point of everyone's life when you hit a place where you're kind of like what else is there you know like what is it that I'm trying to do you know what is it that's actually means success what is it you know and to be honest like with snowboarding it's like there was still always that underlying kind of question and yeah I think that'll always be a part of us but it's really dive more deep into that and to yeah yeah and it seemed like you were 
you were kind of questioning that with snowboarding because I there was like a coach that you weren't getting along with like he was one of the Olympic coaches or something and and it seemed like you were like kind of experiencing frustration with the whole like the structure of everything of snowboarding as like a, a larger well, thing and you were like questioning it and it definitely not I mean yeah of course but it's like and then it's like kind of coming back like okay wow I'm still the snowboarder living you know <laughs> it's like there it's just like you I think more than that it's just I think we all think the grass is greener on the other side and it's really just coming to the like alignment of yourself like oh I'm actually like you know I'm here and I can be at peace with myself where I so that was part of my learning you know and I still am obviously just always questioning and learning in life um but yeah, and that's kind of where music kind of falls into place for me because it's like that energetic release, you know, it's it's my questioning of the world and everything like that and putting it onto paper and putting it into like, it's almost like, you know, an ex a bigger, greater expression of yourself that needs to be released. So and that's why I love music so much and snowboarding, you know, it's just like this infinite like wonder that I could put on paper and it makes me feel good about it because it's almost like okay I did that now I can move on to this or something <laughs> you know I mean? yeah well well it's so cool because it works in different layers because you one you can feel good about it but then you also feel good while you're doing it it's like like the actual act of doing it when you're snowboarding you're like you're not yeah. thinking about anything else when you're making music you're totally in that world Say, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely and like and so you're playing a bunch of different instruments now you you put out you put out a couple albums you've got another one on the way um and and then it's like and before you switched into music you were like you were a musical you, like you uh you know, you listen, you, you played the guitar, you guys, you'd like play around the campfire and that sort of a thing. But now you've like dove so much more into it. Like talk about, why don't you talk about that experience a little bit? Dude, it's kind of crazy at all. How it all happens, I guess. Like, and you're self-taught. Um, yeah, fully self-taught. Um, I just was always a music lover, you know, like, um, Growing up, listening to records, obviously like classic rock and all that stuff. And then, um, you know, another thing is that my brother Jack um, and Danny Davis, they threw on a music festival. And this was during when I was snowboarding, you know, like it's I think there's been 11 friendly gatherings, which is a music festival. And with that, you know, like going to see live music like that and the energy and I was still snowboarding music just had the power that was just untouchable. I was like, holy shit, I want to do that. You know, like I want to be on stage, like, cause you know, you're just in the crowd. There's so fun, like the energy. Um, and I started playing guitar when I was 12 or 13 years old, just, you know, learning online. I'm not so beat up the internet cause anyone can be self-taught, you know, cause we're learning from in that own way. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, well, yeah, and, and another but, thing that you go ahead. Yeah, then then unraveled to right here. <laughs> well, and there's and not only have you learned the instruments, the guitar specifically, but you've also learned to produce music. You 
taught yeah. yourself Ableton basically from scratch also. Um, and Ableton, for those that don't know, is a music producing um, program. And so that's a really cool element of what you're doing. I, I would say from my perspective is that you're not only you're like writing the music and then you're playing it, but you're also adding like production to it and like different elements to it and everything, which puts you completely in the driver's seat with your, with your so music. With that, with production, like going to many music festivals, like I was really young, I always noticed a form of different power of energy in bands. And I think that's just kind of like one of the new age things is like using the power of our electronic equipment and mixing it with live music. And I think that's something people are doing more. And it's just like, for me, I can just hear it, you know, just hearing that, like, I love it so much. Like I love production and I had been playing guitar. And at first, you know, when you actually first saw me learning music and at first I was like doing what most people probably do is like looping, you know, like looping on your pedal board and this and that. I'm like, okay, something's like fully missing, you know? So I ended up meeting with Lynx, who's a music producer and she actually had played at Friendly Gathering and she just had that power on stage, you know, just like fuck that kind of energy that's untouchable. And she showed me a lot of the ropes in, inside of Ableton. I was studying Ableton maybe a year or two before. And then she kind of taught me even more. And we worked on my first album. And then um, after that, I've just been learning and learning. You know, it's it, I've been learning music production for almost seven or eight years now. It's kind of crazy. Time flies. <laughs> so much to it, you know, and... Something that I'm starting to learn more is I think I was getting too into music production and now I'm kind of coming back to my roots of like actual songwriting. So it's finding that balance of like saying what you're trying to say inside of a song. Cause for me at the end of the day, it's speaking some form of a message, you know, like just saying a story of some sort and then the production almost comes second. Um, that took me a long time to learn. <laughs> Because then I would start producing all this music, you know, and then I'm like, wait, I never would release it because I'm like, there's no like story or song. And that's kind of like what I think I, as a musician, personally want to like put out in the world. Totally. No, that makes sense. It's like, I mean, the the message is the horse and then the production is the cart. You can't switch it because well, like... It, I just think it, it, there's no right or wrong. It's just like, how can you make it aligned with each other? And that's been my hardest thing with it is to really make it like in sync. Because to be honest, I don't feel like I was ever that good with production. I, I truly think this past year um, or two, I really started honing in and actually being able to create what I hear in my mind and not just be like, oh, this is what I want to sound like, but I don't know how to actually make it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, I, I start to look at music production now as using an instrument. Like I don't see any difference playing a guitar. And when I was younger, you know, I'd go and look at shows and I'd be like, oh, this person's playing a guitar. And like, and now I almost see like, you know, when you're producing music, it's an instrument in its own self. You know, you have like beat pads and you have like everything combined and you can create your own like sound universe, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I mean, I I did a little dive into Ableton. Um, you know, you and I messed around with it a little bit, and um, yeah, and it was like 
it is it's a universe like you're creating like every track every it's like all this like it's a soundscape that mm -hmm. you're making and and it's that's like one of the coolest things and that's when i picture you hanging out making music it's like you're making these little universes it's like little bubbles that are like that you're just like creating and sending off into the world yeah i think a really cool thing that i've learned to it's people have been saying that um the one beautiful thing about being a producer also as well with like just being like a singer songwriter is that you can every song you can create completely different you know it's like they can completely sound different and i think that's so fun to not have every song sound the same like i'd like to be an artist that like you know it's like every song is exactly like we're saying like its own little world or universe you know there's no there doesn't have to be like some form of yeah box i guess you know yeah. but but also like putting it onto an album, I think it's really special when you can create and produce songs and they have 11 songs, they sound completely different, say with production, whatever it is, but they all cohesively sound beautiful and connect. And I think that's a really badass part about it. And that's what I'm doing right now. And it's not easy, you know, you're, you know, you have one song that's super dancey, that's clubby, and then you have like more mellow kind of trippy gem. So kind of blending it all it's pretty sweet yeah 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 and it's fun i mean you've had me over for a couple of sessions where you like say okay i've got these 15 songs like what the hell like how do we arrange them where like how does it sound when it's like this how does it sound like it's like this do you think this should go there whatever it's like i mean yeah. and it's kind of well it's really interesting because nowadays it's like it's not an album like you don't have a vinyl album that you put on that goes like from start to finish. It's like Spotify is completely different now. And the whole like world of music is totally different in the way that people listen. Um, like, how does that, I mean, and I know it affects how, like how yeah. you make it and how you put it together. Like, what, what would you say about that? Being strategic and smart, I probably shouldn't be making an album, but like straight up, but there's something in me that like, for me, I'm still like, and to me, I'm an up and coming artist still, and I'm still developing my own sound, you know? And I want to first come and figure my entire sound inside of an album before I just like keep releasing singles, you know, it's like, and to me, there's just so much power behind an album. Like it just has a world inside its own self. And that's what we're saying. It's like a single is one world, you know, and each songs their own little worlds, but then an album is kind of like the whole universe with the little songs inside of it. And it's like, it's kind of a lost art, to be honest, you know, it, it's becoming, because we're living in a really fast paced world where people, you know, people don't want to listen to an old album. You know, they don't sit back and listen to a record and chill and put some candles on and stuff like that. It's more like, like, go, go, go Instagram. Like what's the quickest like thing that you can do? But for me, um, I'm just sticking to what's core and what feels like I should be doing, you know, and there's a whole, it's just a whole big picture, you know, of how it all works. And it also comes to performing live and stuff like that. So it's just like, really, for me, it's developing my sound and creating this, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, and speaking of live, it's like you haven't been able to play a live show in a really long time. Like what, I mean, I know that for me, like COVID has really affected, you know, my art world in lots of ways. And some of those ways are like a drag and then other ways it's really been beneficial. Um, like what's that been like for you? Yeah, I think, um, for me, like I said, the way I create music it has a lot to do with performing live. And that's a whole nother piece of why I want to keep creating a full album. So my live performance is fully mastered. So it's kind of like, it's given me an opportunity to just like not have to worry about playing live shows. Cause in a sense, it's like, for me, I'm, I'm like not two sided at all. Like when I create, I'm like create, create, and then go perform, you know? So, which I'm going to get better at this. <laughs> um, but it's given me a good opportunity, but it's also like, when does it ever end? You know, like that's one of the hardest part of any artist is knowing when to stop. Um, and people also like to see the journey of where you're at. And I think a lot of artists really just want to like be there and not show any of the journey. And that's something that I kind of went through. Um, so yeah, it's just um, knowing when you can create and when to like stop and when you have coronavirus for such a long time as an artist and there's no live shows you're kind of like starting to lose yourself inside of that world of creation and for me I haven't put anything out really because it's like you know you just you just become like very perfectionist I guess in a way <laughs> yeah yeah well and do you feel like if you put something out right now do you feel like it would not have the same like punch overall like with do you think it wouldn't have the same effect with your fans with your like in the world as if you put it out when there are live shows um no it's more just like i just want it all to be put out as an album yeah For some reason i don't know why i just want it to all be put out as one like one big 12 song project or i think it's 13 songs and to be straight honest, like at this point, it's it's more just like I said, it's like it comes from within and it's just this energetic release of what I feel that I need to put out and when it when it feels ready. And I feel like when I feel like it's ready, my fans and friends and everyone will appreciate that. And that's a good thing is, you know, I, I don't feel pressure right now to be like, you know, I'm not like, you know, like. Justin Bieber over here where every fan's like, come on, man, put something out. You know, I have this like time to really zone in on myself and do it for me as an artist. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You know, it's about just, yeah, just doing it for you. And when you feel ready, I feel like that's when true art really is heard to its best potential you know it's yeah yeah but we'll see we're <laughs> <laughs> <Or> not we're <laughs> not whatever who knows yeah um yeah one thing that you just said made me think about um your approach to things and i think i think that uh one thing that's signature about you is that is your like laser pointed focus on on what you're doing 
at that one time. Um, it's maybe even more than I've ever seen in anybody else that I know in that, like, and maybe that comes from that, from growing up as a snowboarder, you know, like you, like, that's what you did all day, every single day. And that's just how you did it. And then when you made your transition into like, when, well, when you did your, your meditation after your crash, that's all you did like for like 12 hours a day. And then when you, and now that you're into music, like that's all you're doing. When you started learning Ableton, you like locked yourself in your closet for like 10 hours a day, every single day. And it was like, that was it. And it's like, but dude, it hundred percent, I think it's because of that. I grew up snowboarding like being coached every day. And it's like to be at a certain level where you're, where, you know, you can be and attain and you're not there it's like starting from the beginning and to me it sucks because i know deep down what it takes at the end of the day to be anything it literally just it's like how bad do you want it and how much time are you going to put into it and i sort of knew that and i kind of sucked i'm like shit like i know what it takes i'm not gonna you know it's like it just takes passion is the biggest thing you know that's the thing it should be enjoyable and it's obviously also going to suck, but it's like when you know what you want to do, do it to your fucking fullest, you know, like do it every single second until you are ready to share that with the world. And music is so vulnerable. It's so vulnerable. And I hate and sharing music to me is like one of the most vulnerable things in the world because it's just a piece of me. Like it really is. Like I try to speak deep in what I say. And when it's not ready, like that's why I went, like sometimes I'll, I'll show Taylor recordings and they're not done. And like, I've told myself a million times I'm not doing this anymore. And I'll, I'll be like, all right, I'm showing these people, you know? And it's like, you know where it can be and when it's not. And it just is very, yeah, that's, it's something I'm working on, honestly. <laughs> yeah. No, and I know how it feels like when, <clears throat> when, like until a piece of art is done, it's not done. And until mm-hmm. it's done, it doesn't look great. It doesn't have like the final, the final 10% of a painting is really what makes the whole thing pop. And the first 90% is all set up. So if I show somebody something that's not quite ready, it's like, it feels like I'm like walking outside naked, you know? Well, like, I'm going to cruise back to my little studio space, but what exactly that Taylor is that I have a lot of respect for you because when you perform art on stage, you know, or when you're performing live at a wedding or whatever it is, a lot of people, you know, they look at it. And I think that's the magic of art is that you have to see where it can go, not even knowing. And it's like the first maybe four hours of what you're painting, people are probably like, what even is this? And like, you have that vulnerability of like, hey, like it's going to be sick, you know, like, and a lot of people don't see that you know it's so it's cool to it's cool though how everything works like that you know yeah the vulnerability of art I mean of course it's vulnerable for you too because like the you're like writing from the heart and really the way to make the best art the best music the best anything is like if it's from the heart if it's deep it's like it has to come from like a grounded space and and like you've shown me some of your journals that you've written and like you know and it seems like a lot of your inspiration comes from that same place 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, and it goes back to even snowboarding. Like, I was very competitive with snowboarding. You know, I got into, you know, a lot of contracts and stuff like that. And almost kind of like, you know, it's like I was really into like freestyle and all of this stuff. But then like I started snowboarding so I could be free. Right. And then there comes a point where, you know, you do what you love and then you find yourself like, oh, shit, now I'm stuck inside of these contracts and I have to do all of these contests, whatever it is. That's a small way of thinking of it. And music for me, one thing I've told myself is like, no matter what, like do it for you, you know, like whatever it is, start with you and then use all of these, you know, all of the things that you can do from yourself and not being like taking all of this, whatever energy that you don't necessarily want to do because you think it's going to benefit you because deep down it probably isn't. So it's really like, that's kind of where it came back to like, just really trying to be vulnerable with yourself and almost blocking the real, the whole world out and just zoning in on your art of what it is. And when you're truly ready to release, you know, art that you feel proud of, then it's time, you know, it's, it's it's about it's really about you and when you're happy with what you do with yourself then i think the world will be very pleased <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah yeah totally i mean like when like when's a painting done when's a song done it's like like the answer that just comes up for me is like when it's when it's bulletproof to you yeah it's like you are the expert of your own music you know other people can have their opinions and i'm uh, uh, but you're the one you're the final say you have you have your whole understanding of the world of music and your and and it's like when you but it's also good to have 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 influences and have outside sources there's no doubt about that no doubt definitely and that's that's something i need to get better at too because it really helps like i'll send music to my brother and to you and to a lot of my friends and it's sometimes harsh criticism actually is really beneficial but it's that's a part of like beating your own vulnerability you know it's like it's like okay like you know it's it's just finding that balance you know when to send certain things and know that you're going to you know have that criticism and stuff and sometimes like say you're making a painting right and you paint an art piece and it's like two weeks, you're painting a mural or something like that. And you show it to a buddy and it, you know, he's like, oh, that actually like kind of isn't that sick. You should just change this and change that and change that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's hard, but that type of criticism only makes you more vulnerable and better as an artist also. So like knowing when to actually like listen to people. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And like criticism is so valuable, but then also I think you need to hear everybody else and you need to take in the criticism yeah. and then you need to make your final decision on it because otherwise then you get like, you're kind of blowing in the wind, you know, like, cause let's say you talk to this person and they like that and that person and they like that. Then if you just go back and forth on what other people say, then you never really. Right. Right. And so Taylor, to me, like where this is where it comes back to really ending whatever piece of art it is, 
once you're truly happy with it, because as an artist, I've noticed like you listen to a song or you see an art piece, it speaks to you in different languages and different times of your life. So you can send it to one person and they, maybe they didn't like it. Four years later, they hear it or see it completely different. You know, and I think that's a beautiful thing. It's like, maybe you're not even hearing what I was trying to say. So it's kind of like, you know, and that's the thing, that's the beauty of art is people like different, different things at different times. And that's the beauty of, yeah, every person is different and they all have different emotions. So it's like, and that's why you make different things, you know, it's <laughs> not everything you create is going to resonate with, with every person. It's like, it's what you create in that moment that you're feeling that maybe even you don't even want to hear again, but someone else along their journey can listen to or see it, see art and be like, wow, that really resonates to me right now. Yeah. Sometimes you don't exactly know what you're making or why you're making it, but exactly. it feels like it's the it's right the thing. Moment. <laughs> oh, I like it. All right. Let's uh, you want to go into the, the question section in this podcast here. Sure, bro. All right, all right. Um, okay, so the first question is about breakthrough moments. Um, and it, you kind of have two different lives that you have lived so far. Um, what would be your breakthrough moment in snowboarding and then your breakthrough moment in, or a breakthrough moment in music? Wow, <laughs> that's a hard question. Um... For me, I feel like snowboarding kind of just naturally came to me. I started when I was nine and I just like, it just like happened. You know what I mean? Like it was very like, it just all happened. And but by the time I was like 18, I think I wasn't fully conscious or aware of like those breakthrough moments, you know, like obviously I did well at contests and those were great moments. I don't necessarily their breakthrough moments. But I think that's what music's taught me is it's almost made me more humble in that sense because I feel like there's way more breakthrough moments for me of just learning and having so much more time on myself and seeing outside of my uh, the bubble, you know? It's like, so moments, breakthrough moments, like obviously releasing any anything is a breakthrough moment. Like it's, it feels so good to release an album. You put so much time and energy and vulnerability into an album. And when you release it, almost to the point where it's just like, who even cares? It's like, I am finally done. You know, you're just like, I'm done with this. And that's a breakthrough moment. So I think anytime you like really are happy with something, you release it, it feels nice. Um, uh, to be honest, I, I think, yeah, like where I'm at, with music I feel like that's one breakthrough moment but I definitely want to be like more successful with my music and I don't feel like I've had that second breakthrough where I'm dreaming to be um that's just fully being comfortable and being like hell yeah like I am doing this as a lifestyle I'm doing everything I love and I'm fully financial stable with it and I'm playing big ass shows you know everything that every musician dreams of you know, I've had those moments as tastes, but not fully. So it's kind of like that's to me is why I'm really working so hard in this next album is to really 
try to establish myself as an artist and to have that next breakthrough. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think that you're, um, you're moving forward towards the precipice that is that next breakthrough. And um, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> well, honestly, I'm curious about yourself too, Tyler. Like, cause I feel like music is, if I were to tell anyone to do music, it's like, dude, it's not easy to like break through and really do it. And like music, it is such a saturated thing, but art, I feel like is even harder. You know, check me out, look at me, but really through your art, you're trying to speak almost the exact opposite. So it's like, for you, what about yourself, man? It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel the same way as you do that I haven't had my breakthrough yet. I've had, a, I mean, like you said, like I'm, I'm making a living off of my art and mm -hmm. that's something to be said, you know, that, that's good. I, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, you've had one, like you've had your breakthrough. Yeah. But now you want to break through, dude. <laughs> I've had like a breakthrough onto the scene, but yeah. now that I'm here, I see that there's like this upper echelon and that, that breakthrough is like, that's what I'm working every day towards. And I'm, yeah, I'm just like chasing after that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the cool thing too is deep down, I feel like you either know or you don't, if you're on the right track. Like for me, if, with my music, I'll be straight up. If it felt like I was pr like going down, like if things weren't really progressing for a long time, I could, and which I'm sure happens to a lot of artists, you know, it's like, you know, it's just being like really true to yourself, like how bad do you want it? And you get a taste of what, you know, what really you want with your art, you know, where you want it to be. And it's like, if you feel like you're on the right path and it's only going upwards, then don't stop. You know, it's like, keep progressing like this and it's gonna keep going to where, you know, and it can be. And it's like, you know, from the start, when you started art and the same for me, it's like, has it really ever, it's only kind of been going there, you know, right? And it's, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's, that's the thing. It's like just staying, sticking to it and, and to just believe in yourself and that it really takes time. You know, we all want to be you know, very financially stable with art in general. And we want to, you know, live, live the dream of whatever it is that you want to, to do with it. But it's, um, it's just knowing that it takes time. And it, it's also not to, uh, yeah, to be present and to enjoy the process of it. And that was, that was kind of, that can be a hard time, I think, for me, too, is deep down, you know that, in a sense, you're already there, like, you can do it, you know, and you, it, it, you know, it's going to take a lot of steps. It's, it's not forgetting that the process of being an artist is part of the journey and to just be acceptant, I know that'll only make your art better, you know, it's like, you know, you yeah. can't just climb you gotta once and once you get to the stars you realize that you're already there man that's where we go back you know <laughs> back to it all is that 
we're always there trying to climb up the ladder, but, you know, talk to the most successful people in the world and they want to climb back down that ladder. So it's really just deeper than that in general. But yeah, you can't, you can't take a helicopter to the top of the mountain. You have, you have to walk every step up and those steps that you take along the way, that's, what's going to influence your art. Like that's your life experience is what you put into your music. That's what, so it's like, it's like the experience and the challenge actually like rolls over into itself. It's like, it's like kneading bread. You know, you just like roll that dough into itself over and over and over again. And then eventually it becomes this like golden loaf of bread. It is man. And then what is the purpose of any of it? You know, what is the point of it in the end? And it's art gives you that, that moment of, of peace you know it's like it just feels good to make art we're not sitting in like at an office you know we're able to be able to make music every day whether there's a goal or not in that moment it feels so good you know it's like and if you could live in that moment creating as much as you can and god bless your soul brother <laughs> <laughs> love it that was hey that was a great uh answer to the first question nice job um thank you man i think we <laughs> yeah we'll sign off with that no uh okay next question sir i feel like i'm in school dude yeah yeah you you're you're passing so far so good job um okay. all right next question is uh why don't you tell us about your one of your favorite flow state moments of your life wow flow state um, I think honestly, it, it does come back to like meditation. Like I got really into maybe too into it, like with maybe very too much into it with just the present moment. It's like, what is that? You know what I mean? The nothingness, the everythingness, seeing that you can be in the state of nothing and everything all at the same time. And just, you know, through your life, you kind of, you know, for me, it's just becoming mindful in your situations when you're a creative artist. You realize that that, that state never really passes. It's just more coming back to it. So like with music or snowboarding, it's just becoming more aware of that. It's being, you know, when you're fully jamming out with your homies or you're fully feeling a song or creating an art piece, or even if you're you know, at a nine to five job, whatever it is, laughing with your friends. It's like, yeah, I literally just fully forgot the question. So <laughs> was I just in the mind state, dude, in the flow state? Oh, the best flow state, dude. Yeah. What, what, what was my best flow state? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, there's so many. <laughs> I think you went so deep into flow state just now that you just like answered it in itself like that that was yeah. great <laughs> meditation that's it um as right. i'm drinking a nice cold stella artois i've been drinking a couple beers man saturday give me a break saturday i think it's just fine um all right now next question is uh okay so let's say you walk into a room and there's this little uh there's this little kid wait with what is it they walk into a room there's a little what there's a little kid he's uh he he turns around he looks at it and it's you 
it's you when you are eight years old. Um, yeah. You have the opportunity to tell yourself um, one piece of advice. What would that be? Wow, what a question. <laughs> um, get ready, buddy, because it's going to be one bumpy roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think that would be uh, pretty, pretty good. But yeah, I don't, I, that's the thing. It's like, the thing is that you have to go through experience and that's the beauty of life. You know, it's not like you can't escape the bad things in life. That's the part of life's process. So it's like, just hang on tight, little young Luke. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, I've lived a really blessed life though. So, you know, fortunately, and I know, you know, who knows where it's going to go. So um yeah just just to be uh grateful and to know that things can be a lot worse and they probably will be worse you know expect worse expect that things are going to be terrible and if they're not then it'll be that much more grateful <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like it that's good um all right now uh the last question is uh what's your definition of art creativity but it could go deeper <laughs> it didn't seem like you were pleased with that answer <laughs> no, i'm just letting it ride go ahead i want to hear what's deep what's what about you like well continue continue go deeper letting go maybe being vulnerable letting go to um to what's authentic to yourself to really not care to just express without having any consequences to be in that moment without any yeah without any anything to hope or care for just you know that's that goes the flow state it's just being in it being in the moment yeah and i like that you said you know, you're talking about vulnerability and um, it makes me think about art in terms of like true art, because I've talked about it, like other people have answered the question and then it's made me think about like, okay, what what is the difference between good and bad art? Is there a difference? But then what you said makes me think about like true authentic art versus like less authentic or more filtered or more like um i don't know like bastardized or like whatever it's like the true like the truest form of art would be the least censored i guess like the, the yeah exactly yeah i think there's two sides to it for sure is that there's the side of like being really good at art and being like evolved and becoming really good at like but then it's kind of like the making of art and then the putting out of art but i think making art should be more about like just not giving a fuck <laughs> and just you know what i mean just feeling what you want to create like when going back to when you're a kid like just paint you know, when you're snowboarding, just turn. And then it's like contests, all these things come around you. And then you have to please other people to do that. So it's, 
which is great, you know, and that makes you grow as an artist and it makes you better, whatever that necessarily means, but it's, I mean, art, just that word, it's, it should be just, everyone has it. It's always right here. It's something to occupy your mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it like, it is, and it's, it's an expression of your mind of, of, you are and like there's that's the great word yeah it's an expression of yourself that's a perfect word yeah and then there and there's like the art and then there's the technique of expressing the art and i think that's what you're kind of talking about with like getting better like you can get better at the technique but like the actual essence of art is always there when you're five years old to when yeah. you're it's an expression of yourself dude you nailed it an expression of yourself and you can always you know it's you can always be better at that you know and that's the beauty of life it's like you kind of get better as you get older yeah in a sense everything in life is your own art piece you know we're painting this piece of art through our lives we're like walking walking canvases <laughs> it's beautiful man it's freaking beautiful beautiful all right. Well, Luke, this is where I say uh, thank you to my guest for being on the podcast. I, uh, I really appreciate you taking your time with me, sharing your, uh, your wisdom, your, your unique perspective with all of our guests. Um, you're, you're just an awesome human being. You're so unique and you're, you're putting your creativity out there. You're being vulnerable with the world. You've always had the world watching you and and you've done your thing with that and you're continuing on with that and you and and i feel like it's just like you are a true artist of life and and i want to just like cheers to you for that hey cheers bro (laughs) (laughs) cheers well it's a pleasure taylor it always is and i could say likewise man and uh to people you know who tune don't look too far or you might lose the moment (laughs) (laughs) i like it um where can people find your music it's so artsy that it's not it's not discoverable (laughs) (laughs) that's fucking art no you can find my music on spotify and itunes basically if you type my name yeah you could find it but yeah mainly spotify is where all my music will be nice nice all right um and so then this is the end of part one. Can you just leave uh, the humans with one more bit of wisdom to end part one? Oh, you want more? <laughs> um, be grateful. Be grateful we got. Yeah, just be more grateful. And I think don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't try too hard and appreciate your journey in life and and um be the best that you can be and know you can be you know it's you know just do the best you can do and that's that's all that matters you know be proud of your own self be proud of your of where you are whether you're super famous you have millions of followers whatever it is just be grateful of your own journey and um yeah just be creative and have fun (laughs) luke mitrani again this podcast is brought to you by high ground coffee an adventure coffee brand with a new twist on brewing coffee 
wherein you steep coffee like it's a tea. You just drop a packet in hot water and you go. It's the newest way to brew coffee and it's awesome. Use coupon code TAYLOR at checkout for 15% off. Visit them at myadventurecoffee.com. That's myadventurecoffee.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. We are here for part two. Part two is where the gloves come off and where everything gets really real. So, Luke, um, I know you you said a bunch of wisdom and stuff like that, but we need like the deepest thing, the deepest stuff ever. Okay, hit us, <laughs> hit us with it right now. Go ahead. Taylor is just <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Okay, hit us with that like right now. Boom, shake a bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Wisdom. <laughs> okay let me tell you about wisdom what do you think about the pod what do you think about part one we'll start there um i think it's great it's great to talk it's great to get to know each other you know now that we're getting in deep let's go we're 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 on the surface let's go deep into it (laughs) taylor is trying to get to the depths of me because he knows me he's like i know you could go deeper (laughs) um (laughs) well about getting deep uh where do you start i guess oh where where do we start i guess um i don't know i've been reading some really interesting i'm I'm listening to this book right now i mean where are we trying to go here bro we talked about music are we trying to go like deep down the rabbit hole of like life and consciousness that's kind (laughs) of where i would rather go because i mean music is of course part of it but like I mean, one thing, one part of you that I know pretty well is like the, the, like, like what the fuck is consciousness in general? Like that type of talk, like you and I've had so many discussions about Yeah, totally. And, oh. um, and that's so earlier we're talking you're very learning about, go ahead. To me, to be meditation, consciousness is a big part of me and I'll be straight up. I used to be that annoying person, you know, like you're at a party and you're like, oh, you know, I was that guy. Like, oh, but (laughs) you know what I'm talking about? There's always that person. And that was me because it's like people just love to get down. And it's like, I think with consciousness, people, it's at the end, it comes down to the ego, right? It's like, you know, and that's, it's kind of like dissecting the ego. And it's like, for someone who says they know something about consciousness, that's kind of the whole opposite of consciousness. (laughs) And here I am talking about consciousness. (laughs) (laughs) But if we're going to talk about it and you're going to put me on the spot, then let's go. Um, Basically, to me, I, I believe in, um, Wow, wow, we can you want to go really deep? Like, okay. <laughs> the human body, to me, we have a form of sense, right? We have our taste, our touch, our sight, our vision. We can we hear music, all of these things that we experience externally from ourselves. Um, to me, consciousness is kind of going beyond that. And to not really identify with anything that is a form of sense in general. So sense, in a sense, like with Eastern philosophy or Buddhism or whatever, you know, religion it is, it's, it's going beyond all of the identification of anything external from your self. 
And it's, to me, it's identifying what your actual true self is, you know, what your, what your self means. What does self mean? Is self, are you identifying with the ego, with the name of your body, with the person, with the artist that you are, like snowboarder, with the whatever it is you're doing, or are you going deeper and identifying with a deeper self? So to me, consciousness would be that deeper self. And consciousness yeah, because, is that, that, yeah. Well, because uh, just to like cut in there, it's like, okay, so who are you? You're Luke Matroni. But if you were named something else, you would still be you. Who are you? You're a musician. Yeah, but if, if your music elements were taken away, you would still exist. You would still be you. Exactly. Yeah, That's totally. That's you're talking about. Totally, totally. So, and then it kind of comes back to your question of like, what is consciousness? So looking at consciousness, it's to me, I look at it as a whole, like a universal thing that we all have. You know, we're conscious and we're aware is another word, I think, with consciousness. We're aware of what is happening externally of our situation in life. So to me, it's being more, I feel like through our daily lives, we're identified with, you know, our names and the external self of the dream and thing that we play, you know, as the artist, whatever it is. And, you know, in the depths of it, it's for me, consciousness is really identifying with the observer of, you know, the obser observer that lives within everything in my, you know, every living um, species or entity or whatever, the, whatever you want to call it, anything. It's like, and what is that? You know, and that's kind of where that's where we're about to go deep, you know, it's like, so the depth of that, you know, to me, I, it's, it's like in, an infinite awareness, uh, perceiving, perceiving life, perceiving the ups and downs of life, perceiving left and right, all of these things. As in like, there's one conscious element underneath everything that's like playing out through everything. Yeah yeah like yeah so um basically like so think of like the 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 letter i or yeah like i right like every person that's like yeah i am taylor i'm luke i am you know i am this i am an artist i am this person i do this in my life okay what about this what about here's the question for you okay so there's the word consciousness and then there's the concept of a soul mm-hmm are there individual souls? And then how, do that, how does that connect with like this greater consciousness that we're talking about? Depends how deep you want to go, man. <laughs> we're, we got our ticket to ride. Let's, let's roll. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it all starts with consciousness as consciousness is one. Consciousness as awareness, as one being everything that is conscious through that consciousness yeah i do believe that things spring from so we have our individual you know souls or whatever you want to call it, our lives you know what we're doing in our lives um but within that we have the consciousness that the force that lies within every one of us 
So it's like, at the end of the day, it's who are you really though? At the depths of, of that, are you the person or are you the consciousness or are you both, you know? And to me, I think it's like, a lot of people hear these types of talks and things, you know, it's, you know, they're obviously everywhere. And I think it's kind of like, how deep do you want to go down the rabbit hole of it? And how much the same with music, anything you want to do in life, how much do you like really want to let go? How much do you really want to understand what consciousness is? To me, it's basically seeking so much and trying to understand so much until there is nothing more to question and what remains consciousness what was questioning it all anyways it's like so it's a big it's a big loop basically because <laughs> you're always conscious right all right and it's like consciousness acting through us trying to figure out what it is in the first place right so it's like consciousness basically trying to recognize itself through our own selves <laughs> until it it's like wait a minute i was always conscious but i think that's the beauty is like is to be conscious of consciousness aware of to like your true self your higher self your you know just being fully present and without any ego at all and just to be fully present and aware of what that what that truly feels like and means to you as a conscious being on this planet <laughs> um all right i got a question for you what what is your relationship between like meditation and music how do you how do you put those together or how do how do those relate in your world um for me with music i always want to say something deeper that feels like something meaningful and deep in my soul i feel like there's something greater i'd like to explore something more to say and it's more just my own search of what exactly we're talking about you know it's more you know and i think we're all on that journey of something bigger and greater in our lives so my music is kind of i try to speak upon love and light and the present moment and death and a lot of deeper things but in like a more joyful way i guess like not like that's why i hate talking about it because it's like it can always feel like it's preaching um I think with what we're talking about, it's like trying to just being able to experience the present moment to as deep as you're willing to try to go without like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Without, <clears throat> I, okay. So like in my paintings, in my artwork, I always like kind of sit on this like edge where I want to talk about, um, I want to express things that really matter. I want to talk about things that are important in my life in the world as I see it um, but then also I don't want to be preachy about it and I don't want to be an asshole and I don't want it to like um, <clears throat> you know like I want to point out things that are negative in the world but I don't want my artwork to be these like dark negative things 
So right. it's always been this sort of like fine line of like how I actually like walk on that and like talk about it because like one thing that I want to make heard about and ex like express about is uh, our connection with the natural world and like a conservationist sort of mindset, like save the whales type stuff. But I also, and one way that it, I could do that would be to like show images of like, you know, overfishing or like, you know, some like gnarly shit. But I don't want to do that because for one, I don't think people want to look at it for very long. And I don't think that's the most effective way of going about it. And then yeah. for two, I don't think anyone will really buy it. And so there's like a balance between like beauty and darkness and well, dude, it goes back to it goes back to everything we were talking about as being an artist. I think one thing we didn't mention is that there is something that within us we want to say and to be heard that we feel inside of us but don't necessarily know how to put it into words or painting or anything because it's almost like so deep that you can't really do it and it's like you also don't want it to be you know it's like that's where the vulnerability thing comes in you don't it's like how can you put what put like the depths of your soul of what you're trying to express into a painting or whatever it is where people can really relate and it's like i think i think the best thing is that just yeah just do it and it's like there's no right or wrong with it you know it's people are conscious be you know we're all conscious of what's what it is and if you're truly authentic to what you're doing then people are going to resonate to it you know and it's like whether it's good or bad whatever it's like it's still and that's where it comes back to like the authenticity of what you're doing what what i think at the end of the day it's what truly feels right as an artist yeah and and i think that right and wrong can be judged on your intention like yeah exactly because you want it to be something different because you want to also express something that you don't know how to and you almost try to dumbify what you're trying to say so people can hear what you're saying right yeah because like, I mean, there's, there's the actual making of the art, there's the expression that's happening that's coming out of you, but then there's also the experience that the viewer or the listener has. And when you're making the art, at least at some level, you are aware that somebody is going to be listening or watching or looking at it. Yeah. And, and so then you, are, you have to be aware of what their experience is going to be of it also yeah so like dude if we're gonna go deep because that's where this conversation is about like <laughs> look at like some of the most enlightened masters in the fucking world you know it's like if they just started talking about like probably some crazy shit that they whatever you know like through meditation or whatever it is their conscious enlightenment through their own experience is and try to say it exactly how they want it to say it which it probably would make absolutely no sense to anybody in the world so that's part of the process for you know it's like being able to make what you feel like makes sense to other people as well you know like 
and that actually makes sense to you too you know it's like you you feel something so deep and you want to express it and say it but if it if you're not if, so for instance if you're saying the depths of what you're saying and no one gets it no one feels they don't like your song they don't like the art you're saying because it's so deep that you thought it you know it was it made so much sense and then you created it to what you wanted them to feel and that you know what i mean it's like and they gain the exact same message to at least a certain extent then i think that's great you know it's like because that's the depth of it is it's it isn't just about you know it's not just about it's being able to put your point across in the correct uh the correct way that makes that that works for you and for how you want it to be um appreciated yeah yeah it's like i mean what you're talking about is like the word success really and like what success really means for you for your art for whatever because there's different ways to look at it and yeah what do you think about the word success? What does it mean to you? It could mean a million things. I mean, it's like, it's like, it means success to me means content. I think is a better word than success. Being, being like, being like success to me almost it's like, an, it's like you're successful and then it fades away. Being content, I feel like content you can maintain that state longer. Success is, I don't, I don't know. It's, I, I don't really know, honestly. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fleeting. It's, it's totally like it'll evaporate over time. It, I mean, maybe not though. I mean, it just depends like where we're, you know, in the, you know, it's like not necessarily either. It's like, Success to me sounds surface though. It's, it, it seems like an achievement that you've done that you were successful, you know, and then what, and then, then what happens, you know, it's like, or are you a successful person? And I mean, to me, it's, I like to just think like, at the end of the day, it's maybe we can all be successful. Maybe every person is a successful person and it's just realizing that and maybe that's your own success is to realize that being successful is actually to see that you already were successful and then you you didn't need any other one else's approval to be successful hmm. success could be a million different things it's like yeah yeah i feel like you just turned the word success on its head that was really nice that was good <laughs> Yeah, um, dude, I'm trying to go deep on number two. <laughs> so yeah, that's the whole point. That's good. Um, yeah, what else? What do you? What you do you weren't think? happy with my first interview. You're like, this kid goes deeper. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Luke, bring it out. <laughs> yeah, man, you've been to the other side of the world. You've been to the other edge and back. It's uh, that's one thing too. I think. I think that you being a snowboarder, okay, like extreme athletes in general are like, you're pushing yourself to the absolute limit. You could die any day at the, on, on the job. So with that, I feel like there's this like 
really deep like understanding or like wisdom that comes along. I mean, like I would say that like the average 18 year old does not have the same depth of character that maybe someone who's like pushing the limit like that does. And, and like, it's a really interesting concept. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think that we all do what we do in a million different ways. We, our life experiences that we live are completely unique to our own selves. So it's like, yeah, like people who are like daredevils or, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, maybe they're not scared to die or maybe they're also running away from something, you know, I don't know. It's like, I just don't know. It's, you know, there's something that makes you want to do something greater. There's always something pushing you to do something bigger and better and to be more successful. And I don't know why, but we all have that inside of us. You know, I don't think anyone's better because of that, but that's kind of what we yeah. think. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I guess I, I, I wouldn't say that it's like a better or worse thing. It's definitely, it's just like kind of is what it is. But yeah, and I think that you're right. There's, and different people have different reasoning for what they do and why they do it. Um, and I'm sure like some, some. It's also just really fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like some some top performers are um, are pushed because they are like running from something and and that's like their escape from it. And then others are like it could be, it could be. I mean, I don't doubt it. I don't think that that you know there. I feel like there's got to be a reason to do certain things. You know, like the underlying roots and you know what you do. I feel like there's something deeper than it always you know like the, the i guess the question is why you know like why <laughs> does it bring does, like does like scaring yourself make you feel more alive or could you always just already be alive you know is do you need something do you need something to do to make you feel better than where you already are you need do you need to do anything really or or are you trying to prove something yeah, are you trying a, to prove are you trying to prove something to other people yeah to be successful to be or are you proving it just to yourself you know and maybe you are but like it's like i don't really know i think we always want to be the best versions of ourselves and humanity in general we want to evolve and grow and that's part of it you know it's being fearful and having fun and that's life that's like stepping off of the edge and to do fucking weird shit <laughs> um in this book that i'm listening to right now it's talking about um how it's thought that these like ancient cultures like the greeks and all these cultures before that they maybe had these um like the, their wine was actually like psychedelic and they would have these experiences like these group experiences where they would drink these drinks and some like they were like 
like the dosage, it was kind of dangerous. Like some people would die if they had too much, but it was like, they would have these, these experiences where they would go to the other side and they would basically, they like the, the idea was like to die before you die. And then because of that, like live the, like they can live more fully and, and appreciate life more. I don't know, like sharply. And I love that. I love that so much. I think a lot of people are scared to live because they're scared to die, you know? And it's like, if you've already died, you've already lost that fear then what else is there really to fear in life then you know what i mean then what else you know it's like you then yeah there's then death doesn't really remain anymore (laughs) and i think that that's what we from the outside think that people are experiencing when they are extreme athletes or athletes in lots of different things like you could die playing football you could die playing soccer whatever but like in order to go down a half pipe and launch yourself like 30 feet in the air and not like be like shitting yourself it's like you have to be like relatively unafraid of death yeah i think so i think i mean it's pretty cool like i gotta say like I'll, i have a lot of friends who are action sport athletes and they're just badass people like straight up they're just cool people like they're unique and that's why they do that you know, they're very just exceptional people. And I'm so grateful to know, you know, and that's why they do it. And it's like, as like, as people, we kind of migrate to what, who we are in life, what you're doing in your life is probably like where you need to be and what you're doing. And it's like, it's cool to be around people who yeah like you're saying like are not scared to get hurt not scared to die just to fully embrace life and to live and to yeah to to just experience the unknown and have fun with it yeah um now speaking of experiencing the unknown and having fun with it would you <laughs> You're like not deep enough. Would you go deeper, five times deeper? No. Would you? uh, Would you be willing to play us a little tune at this point? Oh man. I mean, it seems like that'd be a nice experience for everybody. Um. Let's see where my guitar pick goes. This probably won't sound good, but I'll play it anywhere. This song, a lot like. I wrote it and some people like hit me up and said like they, it reminded them of like their friends who passed away because like you're used to your best friend by your side you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's awesome None of that sound right. Let's see. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. That's. So I have a keyboard here. Is that? <laughs> this is a duo, but I wish that people could see it. Everybody go check out Luke on it. Guitar is beautiful. Wow. 
Wow, that sounds pretty shitty on my end, but whatever, we'll try it. Sounds good here. Kind of goes back to that music. Ever since I was a child, I've been living my life wild. Yeah, like a wolf, I howl at the moon. Just listen to my love's tune. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. There is a lady in my dreams, but without her, I'm just a lonesome man. Oh, baby, give me a sign. Do you hear me? Yeah, I'm used to my best friend by my side. Yeah, that song's like that song's called Best Friend. <laughs> oh man, it's so cool. It's like as you're playing, I'm just thinking how okay, so like true art has this way of like stopping time and sort of like arresting everything that's happening and then just like sharpens you into that right there. That moment that's like like everything else fades away. And uh it's so cool like that 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 happened right there when you were playing and i mean and i'm on the listener end i don't know how it is for you when you're playing it but it's like it's like flow state in a whole different way you know and, and i would say that that's one of the de defining things about flow state is that it's like like time stops and everything seems like it slows down and everything quiets out except for what you're focused on and um, yeah I, I think that like I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think that's 
the beauty of music is that to the listener or to the one playing it or whatever, it's like music in general just is nice, you know? <laughs> it is. It's like, uh, it feels like, it feels like home, <laughs> you know? It's like that place in our, in our being where it's like, yeah, comfortable and like, like a warm, warm coat. Interesting too is like lyrics, I think. You know, like for me, I've written a lot of songs and to me, I don't even know what I sing about a lot of the time. You know what I mean? Because a lot of, that's the beauty of music too, is like it could mean a million different things and speaks to people in a million different ways. You know, they hear, they hear the words that they want to hear. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like that song I played could necessarily just be like a love song, you know? But then you could go deeper to like someone who's passing that you miss, that you haven't seen in a long time. Um, or it could be something else. And it's like, I think it's really cool because sometimes I'll, people hear a lot of my songs and they're like, oh my God, like, it's so cool, man, like that you were saying this. I'm like, actually that had nothing to do with what I'm saying, but I'm so stoked that that's what you were feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's like abstract art. And that's what you do too with your paintings is that like you paint something that means something to you and it means something totally different to someone else they're like okay cool like go with that that's great because why not yeah absolutely and when people talk to me about a painting when they're like so what do you what is it about i always just say like i never answer i always turn it back and i say well you tell me and then and then they think about it or they like express what they said and it's like and it's cool because then I get to experience the painting in a whole new way that I never had before. Like they'll point out something and be like, oh yeah, it looks like, you know, a person looking this way, holding whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't even see that. Exactly. And it's cool. Cause then it's almost like the, the listener can teach you about what you were hearing. Cause even you as someone, as the artist will see your own art in a different way, five years or 20 years later, you know? Yeah. And like I think another good way, it's something that we were saying about art what does it mean it's infinite you know it's infinite possibilities it's it's infinite understanding it's really like it's so powerful i honestly think the depths of who we are, are artists you know we're all artists we're all seekers of something and it's everything speaks to us differently and art has no limitations it's like it's just art that's what it is super artsy dude <laughs> it's extremely artsy what you just said yeah i mean it, and it is it's like a it, it's an ever-evolving thing and it evolves with you as you go along and you change and you grow and every time you look at it you see something different and it and really art in all its forms is like a reflection of your own self the consciousness of who's that's observing it or who's observing it yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh this has been a good quality conversation, Luke. I feel like I feel like you took the the depth where I wanted you to go, you know. Oh dude, we haven't even got there, bro. Come on. We can't go over there. <laughs> That's part three. That's part three. Yeah, I think part three we might have to go a little bit deeper. Yeah. I feel like we were still being a little like but that's the thing you know it's like i think i think when people try to go really deep 
you start to get kind of judged and that's part of it it's like but like why not be able to express yourself to the deepest depths of yourself without you know being being judged i don't know it's like well i, I think that that's a really interesting point i mean like the concept of being judged is is very real and as an artist as a human if you're going to do anything you are going to be judged and so like part of being an artist is an acceptance of the fact that you're going to be judged and the courage to keep on going because it's going to happen you're going to get haters no matter what it is that you do people are going to disagree with you and think that you're wrong and so then what are you going to do are you going to quit or are you going to not do it or are you going to keep on going so so taylor straight up to me like the true depths of what i believe like to wrap everything up is to me there's no right or wrong like right wrong knowing knowingness of anything to me exists inside of ego like it it to me it's judgment anything like that anything really anything any question to me exists inside of the ego and it's like when no ego remains then that's where the space of that's the beautiful space to me when there's no anyone talking about what it is anyone talking about anything any judgment me even talking about art or you this conversation any of it the space in between it all to me is where the magic happens and that's the true authentic self of to me of who we are you know it's the place of no judgment oh my man brad just got here perfect timing <laughs> uh, speaking of this devil right here so my friend just came and we had this super deep conversation not the best time people there is a time and place to talk deep and it was not the best time <laughs> well, time and place time set and setting um all right well we'll wrap it up luke thank you for being on the show this has been incredible um yeah i look forward to uh many more conversations with you through time and space and uh yeah you got anything else no, I just want to say I love you very much, Taylor, and I appreciate everything that you're doing. And I appreciate the, you know, what you can bring out of people. So I uh, thank you very much, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Thank you. Means a lot. Cheers, Luke. <laughs> First, brother. Anytime. So that, my friends, was Luke Mitrani. That guy's awesome. <laughs> Don't you agree? He's always a pleasure to hang out with, spend time with, uh, watch while he's doing his thing, listen to music that he's making, um, kind of whatever he does. He's a bit of a show. He's just a showman. And uh, it was really fun diving into the really deep stuff because <laughs> we love geeking out on those types of conversations. Um, you know, from part two that you just heard. And and then there's all the, uh, you know, the fun surface level stuff too. That guy, he, he just knows how to get down. He knows how to get down. So, um, 
yeah, I hope you found that inspirational. I definitely did and always do. It's cool being friends with a person who's uh, so, I don't know, pursuant of their goals and just like pushing their own limits all the time because it's uh, it's inspiring to me as well. And yeah, again, hopefully you're feeling the same vibe. So whatever it is that you do, go out and do it, do it a lot and do it more after that. And, and it's going to get you somewhere. I promise. I'm pretty sure. I can't promise anything, but that's what I feel. <laughs> you know how it goes.